art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. Video, this is Russ. Do you have that one with that guy who was in that movie that was out last year? Hello and welcome to the Emerald City Video Podcast. This is an episode of the new release wall, so this is Russ and Zach. Hello, how goes it? Well, you know, it goes. Uh, <laughs> yep. We uh, we are watching, we are talking tonight today about Winter Skin. Uh, yes. Win- Winter Skin is an independent film. It's by High Octane, which is, I believe, the same group that did the Jurassic Games. And... Uh, you can kind of see that in the sense that there's a lot of uh, prosthetic work and a lot of blood and stuff like that, that, that is kind of the center of this movie. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, the basic gist of it is that there's a guy who suffers a leg injury out in the middle of nowhere, ends up in an isolated log cabin yeah. uh, with a crazy old woman. And uh, they are essentially hold up in there against uh, monsters outside that are going to flay the skin off of them. Yeah. I read, I'm trying to figure out where the, where that description is. That was, it was something like um, misery meets um, (laughs) it's, it's to me, it's misery meets. uh, And I'm, I can't remember the name of it with the banjo. Oh, deliverance Uh, deliverance. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, uh, this is going to be available on May 21st. We're recording this on May 15th. So probably I will hold off until next Friday and put this on the new release. Well, after it's already out. Yeah. Uh, just cause I don't, I don't know if there's enough to talk about without getting into some spoilers. And at the same time, yeah. I don't want to spoil something before it's released. Yeah, no. uh, why don't we try to talk in general terms, and then uh, at some point in the, in the thing, we'll just drop the spoiler shield and let people bail out if they think they want to watch this and yeah. don't want to be spoiled. But uh, oh, man, this was a rough one. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the it, like independent films, I think the meanest we've ever been was to uh, probably Jurassic Games, and at this end, like with Jurassic Games, yeah. as as much as we kind of made fun of it it was a really fun movie that had a lot of positive aspects to it. And, uh, kind of, as I listened to the podcast, I was like, man, we, we, we were a little bit meaner than I wanted to be on this because this is a movie that was clearly made with a lot of heart. Uh, winter skin is a movie that I I just, uh, it's ugly and mean. And (laughs) I just, I, I, it was, it was hard to sit through and I can't imagine ever wanting to watch it again. Yeah. Um, I mean, my, my biggest problem with it was, is that there was a, first off the, uh, well, I can't talk about that until we get into the spoilers, but like, there is a, there is a half hour block in this film that doesn't exist. That has no, I'm sorry. It does exist. It has no good reason for existing because nothing happens and nothing builds. And it, and it's the time that, they're really trying to build the the misery portion of the film, but you know, unless you have, I mean, one of those like unless you have James Caan and uh, Kathy Bates like going at it in a full like there's a full arc where they can leave and come and go, um, because obviously this is also like they're stuck in this one room cabin essentially yeah. like, with a with an upstairs loft, <laughs> yeah. Um, and like there's no there's no there's no real character development there's like some monologues that each character has but there's no dialogue back and forth there's no like oh this would be nice there'd be like a great moment to um you know be a great moment to like build like a rapport between them because that's one thing that exists to some level in in misery i mean obviously again it's like it's it's unfair to compare it to misery but um you know one of the i don't know one, one of my more favorite films of all time you know especially in the suspense horror yeah. sort of genre of things which this certainly is the pro- one i mean one of the problems is is like 
there's a there's a lot of kind of there's a there's a lot of like billing that uh or the way that they promote this film that yeah. doesn't pay off um because there's this great um i don't know if you've ever seen it dog soldiers yes yeah fantastic um low budget i would assume low budget i mean it's a it's it's one of those it's like is it low budget or is it just that it's i think irish or something you know just <laughs> like just no be like t- 15 years ago like you know most of yeah most yeah. of europe outside of like the uk just like their average film was like that's a 10 million dollar film no, they're yeah. not gonna bother yeah. trying to make but anyway but it's a fantastic and it has no reason to spend any more money than it did like adding another 15 million dollars to dog soldiers wouldn't yeah. have made it any better i mean Probably friendly, uh friendly note uh dog soldiers was directed by the same guy who made the descent doomsday yeah. and the new hellboy yeah yeah and so i didn't know he did the new hellboy yeah. but um but uh and that's <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i was just making a, a joke about the movie descent and i couldn't remember the title of the film uh, earlier today um uh, but it has like because it, there's a good portion of dog soldiers where they're stuck in this larger cabin um like multi-room cabin in the middle of nowhere um and they're being attacked by um things um uh, they yeah. don't a lot of it they don't really know it's you know a werewolf of some kind that's not really a spoiler considering it's like you watch 10 minutes of the film and it's it's there but also dog soldiers i think it's on the cover yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i think they literally like have like something but um it's uh uh they they do it really well where you obviously you don't see the you know you don't see the stuff as much because again budgets and things like that yeah. but it's there's a whole um you have a handful of characters that don't necessarily like each other and want to be near each other but due to the outside threat their you know thing but this you know this film doesn't do that i mean you don't you never um you never really care about honestly you don't really care about either of the two main characters like that much living at all or dying because they're both just like one's an annoying prick who yeah he got he got shot like i don't think that's a spoil i thought that was in the trailer um well it's, it's the it's the conceit of yeah, like yeah. it's the reason he comes to her cabin and which yeah, is yeah. it's basically like it you know it's the car accident or whatever yeah. that it's it's just the deus ex machina to get him into the building yeah and and so and so you know and then the the woman is just kind of i don't know not like a pleasant woman to be around and not even in a quirky weird Kathy Bates sort of way in in misery, yeah. Um, where you're like, oh, okay, she's like a really big fan of this person, and like is trying to really take, you know, it looks like she's taking good care of him because you know. But this is just like, no, she's just like, I put a bandage on the thing that I, you know, you know the, the the wound, and then yeah. get up, walk upstairs. <laughs> like, yeah, it was, it wasn't a lot there, and I'm um, and I'm a creepy it, asshole who yeah. speaks in the third person, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's it's. I mean, like I said, that I actually didn't think that the performance by uh, Rowan De Bentley was bad. Um, I think that she had the unenviable task of trying to sell like this creepy like yeah. wood person yeah. who had long, stupid monologues mm. and. Uh, it was it was uh it wouldn't have been easy i think that she did a, a pretty respectable job um david lenick i think i don't know i don't know if it was just first of all he looks like somebody who isn't likable like he, he kind of <laughs> you know some actors have that kind of like oh no, yeah, but, but his but he like the way that they establish him i mean like this is like first two minutes of the film he's like tagging behind his his dad mm-hmm. um like on a hunt is what we assume is a hunting trip of some kind yeah. and he just seems like to some level he doesn't want to be there and so he just seems like um the the kind of prick kid <laughs> that yeah you know is like you know whether and and it's a but it's a weird thing too is that they don't really establish in any way shape and form which I, it's actually one of the things i kind of like um, of what the era is mm-hmm. like until I wasn't even quite certain that until they started talking about a radio um, yeah. 
at some point in the in the in the film, which whatever. Uh, I mean, it's kind of spoiler, but um, I didn't even know it was within modern times. Like it, yeah. which is an entry because they're all wearing like deer skin, you know, um, prospector style yeah. clothing, and and so it's like it's kind of that's kind of a weird thing without throughout the film um mm-hmm. which uh, is is both good and just kind of weird um that they don't but, yeah it's it's like the riverdale thing it's like yeah. i think somebody along the line decided they want it to look quote-unquote timeless yeah uh and uh because of the fact that there are so few characters it doesn't work as well as it does in something like riverdale where it's yeah. like you can really build a world like you don't you don't really see the world outside of this one cabin uh for the entire movie yeah and uh and so to me it's like uh, in order to build that kind of timeless feel you want to explore something beyond the boundaries of your movie yeah yeah um and and i mean you kind of you look at it in the point counterpoint is like you look at clerks and it's like clerks takes place, you know, 95% of the, of the movie takes place within the convenience store, but like they are very clear because they have so many characters about kind of how the world of the movie works. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this, uh, this one, and it's funny because it, it, it really it comes to kind of a head in the scene where they finally come face to face with the the red man. Yeah. Which is the creature the creature that they that you know we've been told the whole movie to be terrified of. Yeah. And uh that scene so for the first half of the movie ish, they're like cowering in this place and they're scared of the red man and Agnes is monologuing and Billy is basically just sitting there going, can we call for help? I'm bleeding. And you know, she's like, well, I'm a shut in in the middle of nowhere and I don't have technology, but you know, at some point in the next week, there's going to be people who come here for reasons and you can talk to them. Yeah. Um, but so she, you know, the first half of the movie is basically a lot of her ranting and monologuing, and it's always about these skinless monsters that, I guess, in turn skin other things. Um, <coughs> but uh, it to me, like, it was a cool, creepy visual. Yeah, it it was the make or break point in the movie where it's like, okay, we finally see the thing. Yeah. And we're halfway in, which means that it's not going to be like one of those movies where we only see the thing for 20 seconds at the very end. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so like, once we finally saw the thing, I was like, okay, this is where the movie is going to go one way or the other. Yeah. And unfortunately this is where we're probably going to have to drop the spoiler shield because the, the big thing is that, everything that they kind of teased in the first half of the movie was bullshit. And like, that can be good for a story. Yeah. It just, it really wasn't for this movie. Yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, if you do, if you think you're going to watch this film, uh, stop listening now because we're going to dig into the second half of the movie. Yeah. And, and there really is a pretty clear point of demarcation. There's this point where they come into contact with the red man for the first time. Yeah. And uh, about halfway through that scene, I think you could see kind of where it's going. By the end of the scene, it's really clear where it's going. Yeah. And then once it gets kind of confirmed is when the movie kind of jumps the shark, like, once and for all. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, this has been enough padding. Uh, Oh, wait, wait, but let's let's do a quick uh, for people who... Uh, obviously spoilers. Uh, I would I would say if this this is when this comes to Amazon Prime, uh, and it's free or it's on Netflix or or something like that. Um, and you're inclined for an indie horror sort of 
thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and put it on. I mean, don't um, don't expect a lot from it. Um, I mean, there's certainly worse indie horror films out there that are on that are on TV or that are on all these networks. I mean, like if it's on Shutter or whatever, you know. Um, I, I would I would say it's not. There is. I think you could go. You watch about twenty minutes in the film, and then honestly, you could skip to like forty minutes into the film, and you'd be fine. Um, if I ever remember those numbers correctly, like there's a there's a good twenty twenty five minutes of the film that I would say that you could completely and utterly skip uh, that adds nothing whatsoever to the film. Um, that if you're a horror kind of like gross out, you know, mm. sort of person. Um, this, this would be a film you'd potentially watch. I don't know about like, but like it, you know, you, you'd watch it because I mean, you, you, without, without those type of films, you always got to take risks, <laughs> you know, on whether they're yeah. going to be worth, they're going to be worth watching or not. Um, because you know, it's like, there's a very fine line to all of these type of films, you know, even going into the, um, um, Oh my God, I'm blinking on his name. Uh, Lloyd uh, Kaufman films. Kaufman. Yeah. Yeah, there's and, actually an actor in this movie who I, I, I legit, until he started talking, I wasn't sure that it wasn't Lloyd Kaufman in a terrible wig. Yeah. Isn't it? Isn't his name Lloyd Kaufman too? Like, I remember seeing the name on there, I thought. Uh, um, but I could be wrong. I'm not trying to think of what is. I'm assuming that he's. Yeah, I, I don't. Hold, oh, yeah, hold on. Just it's not on. It's not on IMDb. Yeah, so. it's not on IMDb, so I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I, I should have watched the credits more carefully, but I was mostly struck by how. And actually, this is a thing we can talk about before it goes into the spoiler yeah. land. Um, the opening and closing credits do do one thing, which is they suggest to me that maybe this is like intentionally supposed to have been made to be like a '80s direct to VHS horror movie. Yeah, like yeah, that they were trying to trying to evoke that look and feel. Yeah. And so I do think like, for me, I never watched a lot of those. Like when I was a kid in the eighties and early nineties, the horror movies I watched were the really big kind of like studio ones in terms of the big slasher movies and pet cemetery and like the, the Stephen King and whatever. Um, but I will say that, uh, if you're a fan of that sort of movie of like the old Vestron video horror movies from the eighties and nineties, yeah, you're probably the closest thing there is to a mark for this movie. Yeah. Agreed. Um, although I'm a little bit less bullish on this movie than you are. I just, I don't, I, I, don't, I mean, I'm, I don't know who would like it. I, I'm, but. I'm giving it a, like, again, I mean, like, I feel like there is uh, a 40 minute version of this film <laughs> that, um, that is, so- that is maybe not solid, but is something. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I will say too. Yeah. This is a short movie. Uh, it's like an hour and 20 minutes long. Yeah. And probably, uh, if you, like if you watch the first 10, 20 minutes and you're still interested, I think you'll enjoy the movie because it, the, even the first 20 minutes, like even before you get to that point where there's like a half an hour of nothing, even the first chunk of it is kind of like, I don't want to say boring, yeah, but like it's, it's slow and it's like in the world of this movie. Yeah. And so I kind of feel like to me personally, like, 15 minutes in, I was looking at my watch. Uh, if you can get through the first 20 minutes and feel like you're still enjoying what's here, then you're going to like the movie. Yeah. Agreed. Um, but yeah, so let's cut to spoilers now. And, and, you know, as always spoilers, 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 spoilers. but yeah. So in the scene where they finally, they, they meet the red man, which is probably about halfway through the movie. Yeah. Um, he like crawls in and, and of course the whole thing is that throughout the movie, we've been told that the red man, like is this creepy, like Sasquatch type of thing that like strips people of their skin. Yeah. And I mean, one thing that's really like fucking bizarre is that, you know, at at one point Billy lets the dog out to go to the bathroom (sighs) Yeah, and they wake up the next morning, and Agnes has, or or the Red Man has skinned the dog, yeah. and you know she she loses her shit and beats him up a little bit, and then cradles the dead dog's 
carcass. Yeah. And, <laughs> and which pulls makes off his, pulls off the dog's leg. Yeah. Pulls off the dog's leg, because, which, which yeah. was the, cl- the closest thing I got to a funny moment in this movie. Yeah. 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 Um, but, but yeah. And, and that becomes so much more fucked up and also so much more inexplicable when you yeah. realize that Agnes is the killer and mm-hmm. that, there is no red man and the red man that we encounter is just one of her many murder victims yeah. in this case, uh, Billy's father. So she essentially forces him to shoot his own father in the head by spooking him into thinking it's a creature. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you can see this coming. Like you, I kind of got the impression pretty early on and then you can definitely see it coming two thirds of the way through the scene when like Billy's trying to kill the creature and the creature turns and says, Billy. And it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Um, You know, I got, I I, got to say my biggest, my biggest thing that I don't, that I didn't like about this (laughs) was that every single thing down to like, I'm relooking at the, the movie poster. Yeah. Um, like I'm looking at it and it actually pisses me off more because I like winter skin, you can hide, but you can't run. And the guy has a handgun and a pump action shotgun and a torn t-shirt. Like, yeah. you know, like yeah. it's like, which like, I, 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 like one of the reasons I said, Oh, we should totally do this because like I saw that poster and I'm like, yeah, I want to see this. Yeah. And then it's this weird, like, colonial era kind of like they have hatchets and everyone's wearing whatever and they have like this one shot rifle um and there's only one of these creatures that you know whatever even there's like one brief moment where you actually get this thing that's yeah and and it's actually just a skinned human being who's somehow surviving i mean never yeah yeah obviously it's horror film so yeah yeah exactly i i will say it's it like when you when you come to realize later that it's like a sixty year old man who's been skinned, it's yeah. like okay, not only does it not make sense that he's still surviving, but on top of that, once he's been shot three times, like the the whole the yeah. logic of the scene falls apart because it's like yes, when it's a creepy supernatural creature, you think like no matter how many times it gets shot, it's yeah. gonna come back. Yeah, but like. In hindsight, you're just like, really? Because that doesn't. Oh. Yeah, because I mean, like, I'm like reading the, you know, reading the uh, promotional stuff, and it's just like, I, I, there's one thing about it just being like, this is what this is. Um, I swear to God, I saw something saying it's misery meets something, um, which is driving me nuts now because I can't find the the promo. It's probably um, a different because I, I think we've gotten like several promotional yeah, emails maybe. from the. But like I'm reading the you know one of the the North American release announcement things, and it's it literally says gunned down in the snowy wilderness and desperate for shelter. Billy Kavanaugh is taken in by the kooky old lady Lady Agnes, unaware of uh, that her isolated log cabin is being stalked by a bloodthirsty, skinless creature hell bent mm-hmm. on getting inside. And yes, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's not. It's not a lie, um, <laughs> like I guess, but I mean, it's one of those like if if you can't have a like I, I to some level like it because there's no this is not a like you know uh, uh, a moment where like M night you know it's yeah, not an M night <laughs> film where you're trying to be like okay well we have to like pull back on what the thing is um, you know but. Like uh, it, this, that sort of stuff, like actually genuinely pisses me off because yeah. when it was just like, no, like I would potentially still see it if it was a well, you know, well-written description, you know, like a promo description of yeah. what this film is like it's misery meets dog soldiers and, you know, or misery meets, you know, something else. And, you know, the boy is locked in a, a cabin with a, crazy old lady who may or may not be the threat that is outside you know or whatever and it's just like okay that's that's a film but like when you're actually between the movie poster and the promotional info literally lying about what the film is um yeah that that's kind of sucky because i mean you can do a promo that has this that has a movie poster that's the exact almost the exact same thing but just like no, you can't have him with a fucking pump action shotgun and a thing. Like, yeah. you don't 
you don't need that. That's just a very different film that you're promoting for some unknown reason. So I'm, I just, I Googled, uh, winter skin misery meets, mm-hmm. uh, dread central mm-hmm. says, uh, mm-hmm. winter skin. It, this is not a review. It's based on a trailer. It says, yeah. uh, Winter skin looks like misery meets ravenous or, Oh yeah. Uh, ravenous. Yeah. Or there's another one that's, uh, when, Bone chilling trailer for Winter Skin looks like Misery meets the Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, Hateful Eight. Uh, basically, everybody who watches this trailer or watches this film thinks it's, it's Misery meets insert thing here. Yeah. Uh, Misery meets Ravenous is the official thing on the High Octane Pictures website. Yeah. Uh, and again, I'm I'm now looking at the official website, and it's uh. <laughs> Uh, selling points, ex- exciting creature premise with strong effects, isolation and siege horror, beautiful haunting landscapes and strong production value. Mm. Uh, synopsis or comparable films, Misery Meets Ravenous. Uh, synopsis, gunned down in the snowy wilderness and desperate for shelter, Billy Kavanaugh is taken in by kooky old lady Agnes, unaware that her isolated log cabin is being stalked by a bloodthirsty, skinless creature hellbent on getting inside. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and apparently this was uh made in South Africa. Yeah. Uh just based on the the classification of it on the high octane pictures website. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's uh the 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 twist such as it is that the creepy old lady is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. Like in as far as twists go, it's not a great one. And yeah. Um, I kind of feel like had she been a little bit less monologuey in the first half of the movie, yeah, the like, hey, I killed your dad and I'm smoking his cigars monologue yeah. might have been a lot more effective, yeah, uh, the fact that the whole first half of the movie is the two of them monologuing at each other for yeah. forty minutes, <laughs> yeah, you're just like, okay, so when you get to this moment where she finally reveals herself as the bad guy, beats up your hero, and admits she murdered his dad, yeah, it's like the the monologue doesn't have any weight because you spent the whole first half of the movie monologuing at one another, yeah, yeah, and the fact that she like maniacally laughs when he finally shoots uh, the thing, and yeah, and it's just like, and also the dog, uh, the dog being in the stew, uh, which. <laughs> I feel like there's a thing to there's a way to present that that isn't the way that basically isn't the way that you know they did it Um, because it's just like oh god like she just I mean she's she's not kooky she's evil yeah and and like and that's that's fine it's fine to do either one of those it's fine to have her be evil um, but being basically the person that she, they pers- that the kid has to rely on mm-hmm. because he's stuck in the middle of nowhere, um, or be really kooky. But you, to me, you can't have it kind of like circulate back and forth, um, yeah. or at least you can't have it in this way where it seems like it circulates back and forth as opposed to him kind of like, is she kooky or is she cr- is or is she evil? Like I can't tell which would be good, which is weird because you have so much fucking time to build. Yeah, <laughs> like and it's just like it's weird because it's like I you know I always look at these and especially the indie films where it's you know we watch a lot of these where it's like oh it's so close to being like good or and and we kind of like try to justify it a little bit. Um, because usually it's just like oh, that one scene just took me out of it or that one yeah. moment when the character did this. But like, there's like, like I said earlier, a ton of times it's like, there's just 30 minutes of the film that has no reason to be in there um, whatsoever. And, and, and for me, the funny thing is that that 30 minutes is boring, but it's at yeah. least tolerable. Everything after the twist to me, mm-hmm. I just sit there and go like, why am I watching this? I mean, like, I I didn't like the, everything after the twist that much either, but at least I was like, oh, so this is actually what the film is. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I was waiting for the film that I was told um, I was going to watch, and I'm like, okay, so 
this weird, cur- creepy thirty minutes of like monologuing and and you know maybe a little bit of a dog eating and things like yeah. that. Gonna be, it's going to be worth it because there's going to be the last because we still had a solid amount of the fucking film left. Where I'm like, yeah, oh, it's like thirty minutes of like shit coming at them, and they're going to have to like come together, or they're not going to have to come together, or whatever's going to happen. And you know, and and I remember like. Um, Oh god, what was the fucking hell? What was the film that we were just talking about? The one with the caves, where descent, uh, yeah, descent. Um, where in descent there was like a lot of just ugh, like building in that film, but the back half of that film is solidly fucking horrifying, yeah. um, like creepy as fucking hell. That's one of those films that I saw it in theaters, and I think I might have seen it once in like on television and i'm I, like i have no interest it's i have no interest in seeing it ever again not because it's bad but because i was like yeah that is too uncomfortable and horrifying yeah. and not in a I'm, i don't really like horror films that much so um <laughs> like and so it was one of those like okay but like i thought that this had a moment to kind of happen i mean dog soldiers was like that too it was like front half of the film very slow. Some things happen though that like kind of build to the what was going to happen later. But you know, which this kind of sort of had. But I mean, like you have a whole other character set that are that things are going on. You have a dad that's looking for the kid. Mm-hmm. You have this group of people that they don't really establish that is actually kind of trying to figure out that there's a serial killer or something's happening. Like that they're kind of doing this whole thing with a guy with that really creepy, that weird voice, like that he clearly was putting on. And like, it was just like, like he would have these like sayings that he was just like such a weird fucking character. But again, like within the context of the film, I'm totally like, give me another 15 minutes of that dude, that, that group of guys, like, as opposed to when they come into the house, sit down. Oh, that's some good soup. Let's sit down in this blood covered cavern. Yeah. Um, and have some soup clearly you know without really looking around too much and yeah making sure. i love the fact that like he's convinced that they're in the right place which mm-hmm. we all like <laughs> because of the previous interaction on the cb radio he already knew that yeah. if they're in the right place that means there's a murderer there yeah so he's convinced they're in the right place and he's just like let's just sit down and eat some of this like <laughs> stew and and like dick around for a couple and i'm just like I don't understand what's happening here. Like, yeah. like this whole movie has been people making inexplicable decisions <laughs> and doing stupid things. And like, not for nothing, but for two thirds of this movie, yeah, I don't understand why, uh, what's his name again? Uh, why Billy can't just beat the shit out of Agnes. Yeah. Cause like at no point, do like <laughs> there's there's like maybe f- five minutes tops in the entire movie where we get the impression that he trusts her. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, yeah, no. If she's holding you hostage and she's asleep and you've got her gun, like even if the bullets aren't there, just beat her fucking sense senseless. Yeah, tie her up and yeah. deal with it. I mean, she has shot you already. Yeah. Like so, like let's not establish that she's not at least a little off. She shot up. Uh, a a normal human being not some blood covered creep or whatever through the door (laughs) which was solidly locked as we established earlier on so like she's like somewhere else mentally to begin with and like and then after like to me after like oh wait she just served you the dog and she didn't uh, but i also like my thing was like when they're sitting underneath the stew and i'm like wait the stew's clearly poisoned yeah, yeah. No, no, it's not. She just shoots one guy with a bullet, by the way. Like, it's, it's one of those. I mean, this is a horror thing where bullets only do certain things to certain people oh, in yeah. certain ways. Um, you know, um, bullet. I forget. There's, I think there's a term for it, but where it's just like the bullet, it's the same bullet that goes into the guy that's completely skinned three times doesn't do anything to him like hits him in the arm oh he keeps going hits him in the whatever the bullet that is shot through the fucking wood floors through a fucking chair into the guy's crotch i assume yeah 
explodes like it's a fucking, you know, shock, a sawed off shotgun shell at point blank range. Um, <laughs> the thing. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, the guy still survives long enough to like take a couple shots at him. I just, yeah, it's just some fucking weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I'm, it's just one of those again, like it's just, I, I think that, you know, a good 30% of my, uh, you know, take on this film is disappointment on a not being not getting the film that I was aggressively promoted that it said it was. Um, because they, again, I can I can't just can't emphasize enough. It's not that I if somebody told me gave me a promotional idea of what this film, the actual film, yeah, I still I still would have been like, oh, let's watch this, you know, yeah, um, because again, October Coast, we usually you know whatever, but also just in general, like we were you got like we got like four emails about this for some reason, and <laughs> and I was just like, fuck it, let's let's do this one because it whatever it looks interesting misery meets whatever it was I, I i dug and um but it's not like any other promotional whatsoever and i think that you could have easily written a promotional thing about this film without completely lying which yeah. again it's just like like uh, i just want the movie in the poster <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah which is it's one of those things too where it's like I'm not emotionally attached to, to this specific movie in the mm-hmm. poster. What I want is for the movie that I'm looking at to sync up with the promotional text that, yeah. And it's funny. Uh, I, I kind of feel the same way about, and we didn't talk about this on the show, but I interviewed the director. Uh, shit. What's it called? Um, the man who killed Bigfoot or the yeah, man, yeah, the man yeah. who killed Hitler and then the Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. Where it was like, it was this like slow psychological drama about how no matter how justified it is, violence always fucks you up. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, it's not actually a bad movie in any way, but it's like when you have that title, it just feels like, yeah, you, you, you're, you're going to be a campy, fun, wacky horror movie in the vein of Jurassic games. Yeah. And you like you watch it and you're just like, holy shit, this is depressing. And like easily I could have gone into that movie thinking like, oh, this is a really cool idea if they had presented it as like Sam Elliott plays this guy haunted by his past. Yeah. And then they just didn't. My thing is I want both of those films. Like I want the film like I didn't. I, 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 again, like that film is very much where it's just like, I don't know if I was waiting for that moment when it was going to turn into that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 80% of my kind of thought on that film was ah, like, it's kept getting so close to being not the film that was kind of the title and the, the movie post, yeah, yeah. but just like what it was, the film that it was, I was just like, I just wanted it to be a little bit more of that film. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like where it's just like, okay, so if it's going to be this introspective thing or whatever, like I want it to be a little bit more of that introspective thing. Um, as opposed to just the guy that's sitting at the bar, um, uh, in big Lebowski kind of sitting at the bar. Like, like I felt like it could have been that character. It's just like, that's his backstory. And I don't know, like, like I, I like that film. I just wish it was, uh, just a tad bit better. Um, I agree. Um, but I also and, and now, it could have been thing, better by being literally either of the two things. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And it's just like one of those things too, where it's just like, I actually totally want that film now too, <laughs> which I like, I would totally kickstart. Like if somebody said, Hey, we want to actually make the film that we described in the title where it's just like, he's this badass guy. I'd be like, uh, here's 50 bucks right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> because I want yeah. both of those. Like, that would be awesome to have like a box set. of. <laughs> of that film and just be like here's the one that was kind of promoted that it was and here's the film that you actually got oh and here's some (laughs) extra materials like (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean it's just oh god it's um i don't know what else like i i think that everyone and i and i should have it was i think everyone's fine in the film yeah the woman is is um What's uh, I feel bad. What's her, uh, Ro- uh, Rowena Ro- Bentley? Rowena Bentley. Yeah. yeah, she's she's good. Um, she's she's playing that character 
I think David Lennick, uh, who plays Billy Kavanaugh, is is given the role that he's got. <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's which tough is one of those like, problems. You know, it's tough. It's funny because I feel like with a little bit better direction, he actually could have been really interesting. Just yeah. because I do feel like when you look at him as an actor, he looks like. I mean, he looks like a Donald Trump type. He looks like a spoiled little prick, mm-hmm. and that's basically his character. But because he's your your lead, it yeah. doesn't come across that way. Yeah, like I, it's like I would have spent like I would have. And again, this is getting into the what I would have mm-hmm. done, which is always yeah, bad, yeah. but we do it. Um, and but it's just like if I had that thirty minutes where I'm like, I don't know. You know, like, okay, so I have a 40 minute long film here. What do I do to make it the hour and 10 minutes, hour and 15, hour 20, whatever that that it really needs to be. And it's just like, okay, so let me spend a little bit of time with each of these characters. Um, There's a well, you could very easily spend very low budget stuff, (laughs) you know, spend some time establishing that this kid is a little bit of a prick. Um, and whether or not he is or not, I don't know whether they really meant him to be a prick, but he comes off as a prick. I mean, I think they did, because that whole monologue about how his dad's perfect, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know, man. It comes off as such a, like, juvenile, <laughs> like, yeah. it, it comes off as a person who's never lived in the real world. Yeah. And maybe that's intentional and maybe it's not, but I kind of feel like it has to be. Yeah. But the tone of the funny thing is the tone of the scene and the way he performed it didn't sync up with the words coming out of his mouth. Exactly. Yeah. And so it felt like a reasonable human being who was like putting his dad on a pedestal. And I don't know, to me in my head, I'm like, this feels like it should be like, it feels like the performance should be a little bit more of a person whose growth is stunted. Yeah. And it's not in the film. It's, it, it feels very much like he's still the smartest guy in the room. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's a weird thing where you're just like, I'm not sure that this movie knows what it's trying to do with this character. Yeah. yeah because there's also some like weird stuff where it's like, he knows how to, which is a problem that uh, with, uh, with so many films, it's not just this, but like he fixes that radio. Yeah. Like, wait a minute. What? Yeah. What? <laughs> and and I mean, that ties into the idea that like, I mean, never mind using the sawed-off shotgun and shooting the woman with no hands. Yeah. Um, Never mind. Did he have thumbs? I thought he had thumbs. Maybe. I thought she just cut off his fingers and he still had hands because it didn't look like stuff. I mean, even if he had thumbs, I mean, he certainly had hands. He could at least. But even if he he didn't have thumb, or even if he had thumbs, they were still wrapped up in the bandages. I I, but I thought, I, I just thought I saw at one, like when he was about to shoot the gun, I thought I saw something sticking out of the stump. I mean, and... I will say that <laughs> at least from the way that it looked when mm-hmm. they were, like when they were showing the fingers dropping, it yeah. looked to me like they were cutting off essentially his fingertips. Yeah. And that like he had pieces of finger. Yeah at least pieces of a couple of fingers. Yeah, no. So like, I don't know. I mean, the other thing is too, that we all, you, you run into the thing of like, okay, the amount of blood that he's lost, the amount of whatever, it's like, I, I don't know that he could be truly functional again in the amount also, of time. Like, and, and there's like a lot of things that happened in this film that I don't get, like even in a, in a Lloyd Kaufman film that you'd have, like you'd have, like you cut off the finger and then you'd sear the hand, the finger tip closed. Yeah. And there's just like the, a lot of that gross stuff that it's so it, it can't be that expensive to do, or it can't be that like whatever, uh, because it's just done so fucking often in films that like they didn't do. There's just like, she cut off one finger and then it faded to black, which yeah. totally like if that's him passing out, totally get that. I, I anytime I see a film and they're like cutting off finger after finger and the guy's still awake and I'm like bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> like <Yeah>. I'm sorry. <laughs> bullshit. Um, and that's not just from somebody who like if I lose a if I lose any amount of blood I basically pass out. Like it's a weird thing for me. But <laughs> like even if I just have blood drawn like but it's it's just one of those like like you can like I it's just they kind of like took like these the jumps which are usually for big establishing things like I expected him to be like cut into little pieces or something it with a, when you fade out to a big jump as opposed to, Oh, he just lost his fingers um, or something, I suppose like obviously yeah. hands. I don't know, but 
but yeah, it's just, it's just, it was such a weird, there's so many weird choices in the film that from a direct, especially from a director that based on everything within the horror community that I've read about him is so Mm -hmm. well, like is well respected of making, you know, these type of like better, these type of films. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And like, again, no, I'm not, I'm not a person who uh, is within this world. So I can't say, you know, Charlie Steeds. Um, yeah. It's just the, like the movie posters are fucking great for this film and it bothers me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those, like, well, again, did you see the other, there's another, um, there's another one on IMDb, uh, which no, is a, like- one. Um, and it's fucking fantastic. Like, it's not necessarily one that I'd want hanging up on my wall because it's kind of disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a fucking fantastic, like, uh, fantastic one. But it doesn't, again, it doesn't, like, the film isn't that at all in any way, shape, and form. And yeah. um, it's just, like, it should have just been misery in a cabin with this, like, weird thing happening. Um, and then there's like 10 minutes of this thing, but like, you'd have to spend a lot more time, like properly writing a misery, a misery film. Um, can, can, can we talk about, okay. So (laughs) there are four images on Mm -hmm. IMDb to represent this film. Yeah. Have you looked at all four poster poster her covered in blood? And him with a shotgun. And I'm just like, I mean, first of all, the the one of four yeah. looks like Rowena Bentley dying. Uh, it's it's not, because when she eventually dies, it's like half her skull's just gone. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know. To me, I'm just like, that's a weird representative <laughs> sample of this film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's... <laughs> It's just, I mean, yeah. There's that weird. I, I'm really. Uh, there's another thing. I, was I also like the fact, by the way, that they have two painted posters for this movie. Yeah, like there's the regular poster, which is like Photoshop, and then there's two painted posters. But when you look at the two painted posters side by side, yeah, the cabin doesn't look the same. <laughs> yeah. I mean that's what that honestly is almost whatever, but it's it's. I mean, it's, yeah, it just amuses it's just surprised. It, it, yeah, no, I, 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 I totally agree. Um, uh, but it's also one of those like, ah, well, man, if they spent the time and effort and money or whatever it is, because they're fucking fantastic posters. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, both um, of them are really nice. Like, really classic, like eighties, nineties, like. I want to see this film on VHS. Sort yeah, of the like, one so, that yeah. has the red man on it really yeah. looks exactly like something that you would have seen in again one of the like Vestron VHS horror yeah. movies from the eighties. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't. I also like. I also really like the other one because it literally it has that post. It has that look where it could just be fucking anything. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Actually, that one is the one that I would if I was gonna like buy a yeah. poster of this. And again talking about like the font and the look and the blah blah like everything about that the second poster this is the one if you're going to imdb it says there's something in the snow and there's no red it's blue basically it's blue and then there's the other one's red yeah 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 uh and and the blue one it just looks like it should be the cover of vhs Mm -hmm. like the font of the credits at the bottom of the thing and the way that everything about it yeah um so yeah, I, I uh that like the funny thing is like if I liked this movie even a little, yeah, I would I would buy that poster. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean this is a movie that uh I, I agree with you that like promoting it a little better might have helped. But I also feel like Yeah, <laughs> there's only so much you can do for a movie that like like for me like as an as an audience member. And again, I'm not a huge horror guy. Yeah, and so maybe if you're like a super like horror fanatic, you would be like, yeah, the fact that it's ugly and mean doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> like 
But I don't know. I'm like watching this movie going like, I can't wait for it to be over. And I don't know who the audience is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, it's gotta be, um, there obviously there has to be an audience for it. I mean, within the fan base and it's been written yeah. up and, and, but it's, but it's also one of those, I just don't, I don't get how it'd be really, it's just, it'd just be really difficult to, <sighs> fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say it'd be difficult to enjoy this film um, thoroughly because I, I get obviously, but it's just like, there is again, there is that 30 minute fucking gap within the film that I just, it is very, very rare that I watch a film and I go, I don't, and this is per- <laughs> coming from a person who fucking, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was that? Oh my god, I'm blanking on um, uh, the direct. Oh, I mean, like loves Thin Red Line, like yeah. loves films that take time and slow and and that sort of thing. Like, I would have been even more fine if they just like had like long shots of them being uncomfortable together or something like that. But like the monologuing and the and the storytelling that just had no reason to be anything. Yeah. Uh, be anything that exists in the f- in the film like this, um, and <laughs> yeah, oh, God, uh, yeah, um, yeah. I feel like we've we've hit that wall yeah. of like I, I I don't know what else to say about this movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and again, I mean, like, there's you know anybody who anybody who. Uh, likes this sort of thing. I mean, the, again, the biggest the biggest takeaway is just the fact that it's not to me the biggest takeaway is it's not the film that's promoted, um, yeah. and not in that, and again, not in that tricky way that's kind of like, ha, you know, we got you to see this film. Um, it's just in a way of going, wait, what? Why didn't you promote the film that you made as opposed to promoting a film? Yeah that would have also equally been potentially as interesting. I mean, like the film that they made, it's not that it's the way that it is. It's just that it's has its problems, yeah. <laughs> you know? And like, and it's weird too, because you could have had both of those, you could have had both of these films. If you had just chopped out like that 20 minutes, 30 minutes of monologuing and whatever the fuck. I mean, I, I just literally watched the film. Yeah. yeah. Watch the film at, and I don't remember what happened in that 30 minutes. And I was watching it too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wasn't, like a lot of, well, no, a lot of times we watch these things and, you know, I'm like working on something and it's watching. It's like right next yeah. to the other screen next to my laptop. And, um, and so like, sometimes I'm like, wait, Oh wait, shit. That, that did happen. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Like an idiot, but no, I actually watched this. And um, because I was waiting again, I was waiting for the, the moment um, where it turned, you know, into something else and it just never made that turn, which yeah. is, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But I mean, for me, it's, I don't know. It's a rough, it's a, like I said, it was a rough watch. And, and for me, part of it is yeah. like, as, I'm enough of like a movie nerd mm-hmm. that even though I'm not a huge horror movie fan, if you do something that's like truly like yeah. cynical and mean spirited, but also like cool and creative, I can get on board. Yeah. I don't feel like that's what they did. Yeah. No, I mean like you watch something like Mandy, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, it, I, I don't think it meets that description of like cynical and mean spirited, but there's a lot of like, why the fuck is this happening? Oh my yeah, God. Yeah. It's just, and, but again, you have the sat, this satisfaction of the revenge because that's what it, I mean, it's a revenge film. You have the satisfaction of the just blood soaked <laughs> yeah. beyond, you know, whatever. And, and you have, you know, you have, um, you have Nick Cage just fucking losing it in like the most Nick Cage way and yeah. like destroying a bathroom. And, and there's like, <laughs> you know, there's just some moments, um, <laughs> which did we, wait, did we ever do Mandy? No, we didn't. We didn't. Oh fuck. We have to do Mandy at some point. It was a, it was a long time before I got around to seeing yeah, it. I only yeah. saw it on Blu-ray. 
Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean, because I remember I bought it like the, the moment it was saying, because, but, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, but I mean, like there's, there's, there's great moments in that film. And I, and I, and I think that that's usually what does it for like the bad horror films. And again, I don't think yeah. Mandy is a bad horror film. I think no, it's but... a solidly insane film. <laughs> I have a hard time saying good because like a lot of the definitions of the word good when it comes to cinema doesn't, it doesn't meet, um, but it's it, but it is insane and worth watching and in yeah. every way, shape and form and enjoying um, and just being like, what the fuck <laughs> like, for basically an hour, an hour and 30 minutes or whatever, yeah. how long the film is. But, uh, but this film, I mean, one of the problems is like, it doesn't have any great moments. It doesn't have any like those horror fo- like moments where you watch like these horrible like the relatively horrible horror films um which are like so especially for us considering like we're not the the people who think that this is always great art you know but like i you know i'm a massive john carpenter fan and like i rewatch those films his films all the fucking time even his really shitty ones um and and like but even with the shitty ones there's like these great moments in them and like and not even great as in like citizen like oh the citizen you know uh orson welles is dropping the the (laughs) the snow globe like those great like that level but like there's the you know whatever like there's a head a moment that a head explodes and it's just so awesome and like there's a lot of opportunities for those moments in this film and they don't ever come um yeah which which is another one of those problems where it just, because it feels like all these horror films have, you know, I mean, like even in Jurassic games, like they have, like, there's at least one or two moments where you're like, Oh fuck. <laughs> like that's a great, there's a great moment. Um, yeah. Even, like it's so bad. It's good sort of moment even. And there's just not anything in this. Yeah. There's <laughs> really, and I really, really wanted there to be, <laughs> That's that's the biggest thing I think, but yeah, yeah. No, I I don't disagree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Any final thoughts before we wrap up? Yeah, I mean, I I think I've I think I've expressed it a million uh, dozen times or whatever. It's like if this is like really your game, um, this is your world. You might like this. Um, again, I think that you can watch like twenty minutes. Once he gets into the cabin um, and watch five minutes into him getting to the cabin, and then you can jump like 15 minutes mm. ahead, literally just skip ahead on, on the film. Uh, I assume you're watching streaming and just then go forward and you didn't really miss anything. Like there's a bunch of storytelling that has no relevancy to anything. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, <laughs> Again, there's a there's a there's a forty minute film here. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. I, I I like I said, it's it's really hard for me to recommend this to basically anybody because I really disliked it. And admittedly, like for my day job, I was reading a comic mm-hmm. that was not good <laughs> right around the same time as I was watching this movie. But I, I honestly can't tell if like I like the comic less because of this movie, or I like the movie less because of, like <laughs> yeah, We're like I'm angry. I'm gonna take yeah. No, I, I I hate when that happens. You're like, wait, did I did I hate this film because I just watched a film I really hated right before it, like, and I was just carrying over that vitriol. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I've had that happen before. But uh, yeah. Uh, god yeah it's 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 a thing (laughs) but yeah so uh all in all winter skin if 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 you've listened to all or most of this conversation it still sounds like something it might you might dig (laughs) like go watch it immediately because we've probably given it the least fair shake that anybody's ever given a movie yeah yeah but uh personally like if if you're gun to my head uh, which happens a lot in this movie. Um, <laughs> would I would I recommend this movie? No. Um, it's 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 it is one of those movies where I'm just like I I get it and like I wanted it to be better and I want you know and I want to support the indie films that we get. But honest to God, I'm like you know what if if 
if this movie sounds appealing to you, you're probably going to be disappointed. <laughs> like, yeah, if this yeah. movie sounds appealing to you, go watch Dog Soldiers. Yeah, um, yeah exactly. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of better um, indie horror cinema that is out right now. That's you know, and that or that it has existed. I mean, go see Monster, you know, Rent Monster Party. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. There's there's a ton of stuff that we've watched before. Um, I mean, like I, we're hoping, hopefully, 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 fingers crossed, getting a copy of uh, uh, Velocipaster, yeah, uh, you know, soon. And and it just and if nothing else, we'll definitely if it, even if Velocipaster doesn't come oh, through, yeah. we'll definitely get Clownado. <laughs> yes. Um, if if for no other reason than because the Clownado people have all been. Uh, very excitedly responding to my tweet from the Instagram <laughs> account where I I just joked uh, Clownado versus Velocipaster Dawn of Justice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually a little little angry. Uh, Velocipaster they've been uh, their Twitter account is super super excited about it and like all about it and then no one has responded to me on email. So yeah. Velocipaster crew, if you're watching, we really fucking want it to spell. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, even if we don't get the VHS copy, which by the way, they fucking made VHS copies of it. I know. Like, I know. that's how excited we are about this goddamn film. Like, <laughs> it's it. This is made for us. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. This is made for us and our audience. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. But but anyway, but yeah, no. Um, uh, it's it is it is really it's it's like we both. You know, while we're both not horror fans, uh, in that in the way that like this is not our game, but like again, like we're always, always more, really, really more, um, happy to give uh a lot more credence to a indie film than the next Marvel film, yeah, um, and or the next whatever the big blockbuster or even just whatever is in theaters. And uh, we just, I don't think, yeah, obviously either of us can't, can't really do that with this. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know anybody who I'd recommend this. To <laughs> no, but personal. I'm just saying personally. Like, no, no, like, I agree. There's these more I, I bad horror films that I'm like, it's, oh, yes, I love this. You know, it's one of those thing. things it, that is admittedly funny to, to say. <laughs> I mean, part yeah. of it is, I, I honestly, I think the last time that the Emerald City video, uh, first of all, I don't think you and I have ever said no just don't watch this to anything yeah um i think the last time the emerald city video podcast did it to anything was uh either la la land or (laughs) or uh hateful eight (laughs) oh yeah i'm actually quite interested to see that hateful eight uh, uh is on netflix back in an edited version huh it's it's a it's now a uh there's both the film itself is there but then there's also a like a serial uh, edited version where it has extra footage and it's actually like episodic. Um, Weird. And so that I'm actually, because I, I, out of all the Quentin Tarantino films, there's a handful that I don't like. And hateful eight was like by far one of the most disappointing um, to say the, to say the nicest Um, (laughs) again. I mean, like at least with hateful eight, like there's like, it's a whatever two hour something film and there's yeah. like 40 minutes of that film that i enjoyed but not a lot else um but uh yeah there's a there's an extended version um that is basically kind of like a, a mini series or something i, I forget yeah. what the description is so I'm, uh, that i'm actually interested in rewatching because i've i keep almost clicking on it on netflix being like i should give it another try because i think i just saw it the once in theaters and then i Obviously, I've never seen it since. Um, and I'm like, uh, maybe, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I was, again, like expecting something else and then whatever. But yeah. So anyway. Yeah. It's a, the, maybe we'll have to, now that they have an edited version, do an episode for like that and the edited, then the PG edited version of uh, Josie and the Pussycats. <laughs> because those two were both in the first like five episodes of the Emerald City Video Podcast. Yeah. So it'd be kind of fun f- to pair them. Yeah. Can do the uh, Snyder cut version of whatever. Exactly, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Although uh, I'm actually, the more and more we're talking about it, uh, speaking of, uh, I'm actually considering actually going to see uh, uh, Pokemon. Um, <laughs> yeah. The more I've been hearing about it, I'm like, ah, oh, it actually kind of sounds good. <laughs> no, it does. I mean, yeah. here's the thing. Now that we haven't seen the opening weekend, I'm like, well, John Wick's coming. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm totally going to see John Wick. There's not a question, but I may also go see Pokemon. Uh, um, 
just because I mean, never mind. I did, I covered the red carpet, so it seems yeah, weird not yeah. to see it. But but also, right. it's just like I was just like, yeah, no, I'll go see the. I'll definitely see it when it comes out. But it just you know, spending fifteen bucks to see uh, a film that I'm like, eh. Um, yeah, like, and a film that's like a licensed property that I've never cared about. I was like, think missed. We missed both times. Like when it first came out, we were both too old. And yeah. then when it came out, then it, when it like kind of really hit again, it was just kind of like, well, like, I don't know if your kids were even, yeah, your kids weren't old enough if no. they were even born when it came again. Um, and then, and I'm not talking about like the go the game, the, the <laughs> game, but like, yeah, so it's just never been a thing. Like, yeah, my kids are just now starting to get into it. Cause my, uh, yeah. my sister-in-law's kids into it. But, uh, yeah, it's for the most part, there's been nothing to really attract me to that franchise in the last 20 years. And just now, it's like, I'm kind of in the same space as you, where it's like all the good things I've heard about the movie, I'm tempted. Yeah. But I'm like, uh, I don't know. If I was going to watch a movie this weekend, it's going to be John Wick. Yeah. Well, to wait till next Tuesday when uh, it's like $5 movie or whatever at <laughs> yeah, the exactly. movie tavern. Exactly. But anyway. <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's all I've got for for this one. Uh, if yeah. if like I said, if you if you listen to this and you still think you're into it, then like <laughs> holy shit, go watch it right now. Yeah, yeah. and then like write a review on Amazon because these people I'm sure could use it. <laughs> um, for for me personally, it's a pass. But but again, like there's nothing wrong with that. Um, yeah, uh, be back here by noon on the fifth day for more from Emerald City Video, and always remember to rewind your cassettes, especially if they're Velocipaster. Yep. <laughs>